0: Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. And of course, it's vacation season, but thank goodness our listeners are not taking vacation from asking us questions. That's right. Because if they did that, we'd be standing here talking about vacations, probably. And we've already done that. uh, I think we have done that, yeah. (laughs) So uh, what we're going to do is answer another one of your questions today.
1: That's right. Two weeks in a row. It's got to be some kind of record for uh, answering questions on the air.
0: There you go. That's more than
1: the Red Sox have won this uh, whole season, I think, in a row, the way things are going. Well, Jason Burton, a regular listener of the podcast, has written in to us and said, Dear Warren and Mike, I like the way he starts that. Although, Jason, next time, could you start at Dear Mike and Warren? (laughs) Anyway, he writes, Dear Warren and Mike, I have a couple of questions. Several times on this podcast, I've heard you say that we should strive to learn something every time we work with someone new. However, I've also heard experts like John Gologli come on the podcast and emphasize the value of acting like a professional during a recording session, even if you're new to the business, by not doing things like asking producers if your read was okay or to evaluate your demo. So my question is, what kind of questions should we ask that allow us to learn without seeming unprofessional? Or is this one of those instances where the learning comes from the experience and the observation rather than directly asking questions?
0: Well, well, the first answer here and the easiest probably is, yes, learning does come from the experience and observation while you're in the moment, if you will, while you're in the booth. But there's there's more to that question than this, so we'll, we'll try to answer all aspects of it if we can. Absolutely, you're going to learn a lot just by standing there and- and taking direction. And you're going to learn that there aren't a lot of directions under the sun that are brand new. So you're going to get some of the same direction as you go through. And um, you can improve because you're listening to that direction. In other words, if someone asks you to slow down the first time you start reading for them, and you notice that you've been asked to do that once or twice before, maybe that's something to work on. Slow down a little bit. So there's an observation that you can take to you know successive uh, sessions, if you will.
1: Yeah, I think, Jason, you'll find that, you know, every time you go in the booth you learn something new just from being there and the more you do it the more comfortable you become in the situation and the more experiences you take away from it but addressing another part of your question you know you really shouldn't ever have to ask if your read was okay first of all that is kind of unprofessional because as a voice actor you should have confidence in in your read even if you're trying it different ways and some are working better than others you should know that you're giving it your all and, and be confident in that but the other thing is really the producer's direction will sort of tell you if the read was okay or not. Remember, the producer's job is to get the finished product the way they want it, okay? So, if you finish the session and, and they've gotten you where you want you, then your read was great. And you'll get that from the language. The producer will say things, you know, when you read, you'll read a passage or a paragraph and they'll say, okay, that was great, let's move on. Well, take that to heart. That means, okay, that was great. (laughs) We're moving on. You know, they won't let you continue if they don't get exactly what they want out of you. So to ask them if your read was okay, it's really just kind of redundant because once you finish reading everything, you'll already know that it was. Now you asked another question about evaluating your demo and should, uh,
0: you know, you've heard that you should never ask a a producer to evaluate your demo and you're absolutely right. That is the mark of of a beginner. That is the mark of someone perhaps not quite secure in in what they obviously have been trained to do and are doing well. You're doing well enough that you were asked to come in and work for this person. They liked your demo. Asking them after the session or even before the session about evaluating, "Hey, what'd you think of the demo?" is really st- taking a step in the wrong direction.
1: Yeah, I mean just really think about the fact that if they hired you based on your demo, they've already evaluated your demo. They've already given you their opinion. They liked it enough to hire you. What more could you possibly want out of it? You know, so just, you know, that's the type of thing that, that will mark you as being a little more un professional. Now, that all being said, don't be afraid to ask questions either. There's nothing wrong with asking questions and having a dialogue with the people that you're working with. You know, if you're doing a commercial spot, you might want to say, you know, might want to ask, you know, when it's going to air or what what radio station it might be on. Or if it's a narrative, you can always ask, you know, what are your chances of getting a copy for your reel? You know, things like that are fine. Or even if you have questions about the the, the recording process itself, the technical side of things, I always say just, uh, you know, you use your judgment on a couple of things. One, if you can save your questions for after the recording session, unless it's directly pertinent to your delivery. If you have a question about, you know, the, the pronunciation of a word or you're unclear on a direction that was given to you. Um, so, you know, save your questions for the end and just use your best judgment as to what's a good question to ask and what's not. All right. Very good. Great question, Jason. Now you can go on vacation. Oh, you know, Warren, uh, Jason did have one extra question. Uh, what was that? He writes, P.S. Is it true that Warren lives in New York State and roots for the Red Sox?
0: Ah, uh, yes, it is. it is. They have not kicked me out of the state. There are a lot of us actually here in New York State. I even wore my hat, my Boston hat in New York City and nobody attacked me. It's just amazing how that works. It must be
1: because they could sense that you're also a a Giants fan, so they could kind of feel that camaraderie with you.
0: Yeah, that's probably it. And of course, if I haven't explained before, I went to college in Boston. And while I was there for a couple of years, it really turned me around and that's when I became a fan.
1: See, I'm a 49ers fan. I don't even have a good reason for it. (laughs) You've never been to San Francisco. Never even been to San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and you think I'm strange. (laughs) No, Jason thinks you're (laughs) (laughs) strange i know you're strange oh thanks
0: (laughs) well once again it's time for our weekly date with kate she is back to give us the latest in voiceover news which is good because that's what we've asked her to do
2: welcome listeners to this week's voiceover news spot i'm your vo news reporter kate and do we have some exciting news stories with the excitement of this year's olympics it's easy to focus on the sports but what about life after the race is won Our friends at the website Kotaku had this news to share. Satomi Suzuki is a three-time medalist at the 2012 London Olympics. When reporters asked her about the future, immediately following her success in scoring silver for the 200-meter breaststroke, Satomi shared her dream of voice acting. Despite the huge potential for Olympic-related endorsements, Satomi dreams of something more, a voiceover career in gaming and animation. With her dedication and determination, we have no doubt Satomi will succeed. In other news, video game producer Bethesda Softworks recently announced an exciting voiceover lineup for their new action game, Dishonored. Oscar-winning actress Susan Sarandon will be making her video game voice acting debut as Granny Rags, a deranged blind woman coming from a life on the streets. This sounds like quite an interesting role. The star-studded cast of Dishonored also includes Brad Dourif, who's also known for voicing the killer doll Chucky in the Child's Play movies. Carrie Fisher, John Slattery, Michael Madsen, Chloe Grace Moretz, and Lena Headey. We look forward to hearing these actors and their transitions from on-screen to off-screen. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Now, I need to get back to my rigorous ping-pong training routine so I can make the next Olympics. Who wants to challenge me? Mike? Warren?
0: Thanks, Kate. Getting introduced to the business of voice acting today is so easy. Voice Coaches offers an adult education class at universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs across the U.S. and Canada called Getting Paid to Talk. It's an honest look at what it takes to become
1: a voice actor.
0: And we may be teaching a class near you very soon.
1: That's right. The week of August 20th, we'll be in California in the San Francisco Bay Area. Wow, Can you believe that? that is really I weird. I didn't even know that was on the on the page when we were talking about San Francisco just a couple minutes ago. That's crazy. We will be in the San Francisco Bay Bay Area, go 49ers. We'll also be in Mammoth Lakes, Ridgecrest, Lake Isabella, Eureka and Novato, California. And then the last week in August, watch for our classes
0: in Boston, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Cortland, New York, Morganton, New Bern, and Raleigh, North Carolina, and even Medford, Oregon, to go to the other coast. Call us
1: to find out exactly when we'll be near you, 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, which of course is the same address you can use for burning questions like the one Jason sent us this week. We'll be happy to answer them for you on the podcast. And of course, We always like to get your comments and, you know, some glowing praise once in a while as well. And if you got extra Red Sox tickets for Fenway,
0: yeah, send them in.
1: Yeah, or if you uh, have a friend I can stay with in San Francisco, maybe, you know, (laughs) just let us know. You'll get there eventually. (laughs) Yeah, I'll get there eventually. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll be back again next week.
2: Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information.
1: There you go. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Always helps if you can hear the guy you're talking with. It it usually does, unless you're trying to tune them out, which is nice. That's why it's nice to have a volume knob here. So if you start to go on and on and I don't want to listen, I can actually just turn you off. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Bet my wife wishes she had that feature at home. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like the way he starts that. Although, Jason, next time, could you start at Dear Mike and Warren? Uh, anyway, he says, Dear Mike... See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, I see what you did. Yeah, It
0: was subconscious. Yes, right. I did. <laughs> Hello and welcome once again,
1: like for the third time. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> the problem with recording these in the morning? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm not yeah. always fully awake. Um, and if we
0: did it in the afternoon, I wouldn't be fully awake. Right,
1: right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're quite the team. Yeah. <laughs> it must be because you're also a Giants fan. They can they can sense the camaraderie ship. The camaraderie ship? That's not a word. The, I, I don't think so. You don't sound sure.
2: No, I'm wearing contacts, and it is a transition from glass to contacts. Mm, I Ugh. see.
1: I mean, I don't see. That's I don't know. I should have picked anything other to say besides I see. Right. After complaining of how you can't see. I I, I should have said, Way I, to be I, I insensitive. understand. I know, right?
2: Breaking my heart. My achy, breaky heart. I just don't think you'd understand. You
1: make the most random transitions I've ever heard. Like, all you do is say the word heart, and then you're launching into Achy Breaky Heart, a song from, like, 20 years ago. Eight million other songs with the word heart in it, and you go right for Achy Breaky Heart, the worst one.
2: Welcome, listeners, to this week's voiceover news spot. No.
1: no No. you're so like dejected and confused at the same time
2: i'm your va news reporter kate
1: are you is that because you're in the veterans association or because because you live in virginia i'm just i just want to clarify
2: (laughs) oh jeez